Episode 79, The Accounting Show. Well, you are in for a special treat today, as today's show is all about taxes and accounting for one-man bands and small brands. And you are listening to episode number 79 of Mike Murphy Unplugged. Learn, create, move forward. I am your host, Mike Murphy. I'm a one-man band. I'm a technology junkie. I love helping people figure things out. And I am really excited to be here with you today. The goal of Mike Murphy Unplugged It's to help you learn what you need to know in order to create online content so you can move forward in business and in life. And in this episode number 79, tax time, it's upon us. So today is all about the financial and legal side of running a freelance or online business or even a brick and mortar small business. Episode 79 is gonna break down Mike Murphy LLC and my simple system for accounting and preparing for tax time. So topics I'm going to cover today are going to include what is an LLC? How do you file taxes in an LLC and how much does that cost? And what tools do I use for accounting and financials? I think I have developed a really simple system and workflow to keep track of my finances and expenses so I can stay on top of my cash flow and numbers and make taxes easy. I'm going to share that all with you today in episode number 79, The Accounting Show. So let's start with legal entities. Mike Murphy, LLC. I am a limited liability company, LLC. Now an LLC is not a corporation and they're very similar to a sole proprietorship with the big exception being that if I go into business debt, my personal assets are protected and only my business assets are liable. Assuming that I don't intermingle and keep things on the up and up is how I understand that. If you are a sole proprietor, which is very common with freelancers and one-man bands with a side hustle, and you go into business debt, then all of your personal assets, home, savings, boats, whatever, your personal assets are liable. It's kind of risky, but sole proprietorships are much easier to set up and less expensive. And if you're just doing a casual business, it might not be an issue for you. And just as an FYI, for those about to launch your business, I paid $350 to an attorney and $150 to an accountant to establish Mike Murphy LLC in Florida. So 500 bucks it cost me. Sole proprietorships can done mostly online really quickly and for under $100. So that's one of the big reasons why people go sole proprietorships. All right, taxes. Let's talk about taxes and don't worry. I am keeping this really surface level as the legal and financial benefits still confuse me too. Before we get into it, tip number one, business taxes, at least for me in Florida, are due on March 15th, not April 15th. Number two, when working as a sole proprietor or LLC, a good rule of thumb is to stash away 20 to 30% of everything you make. So when it comes tax time, you have the money to pay. Unlike your paychecks where the taxes are taken out upfront for you, you have to pay taxes on the back end if you are a sole proprietor or an LLC. So tuck the money away as you make it so you don't get surprised when tax time comes. Now, tax talk, and please bear with me. This is not my area expertise. Mike Murphy, LLC. I am a single member entity. I am the boss, and I am looked at by Uncle Sam as a sole proprietor for the most part but with a little paperwork and recommendation from my accountant, I can now file as an S-Corp, which is apparently the best of both worlds. I basically get corporation tax benefits 
without actually being a corporation. And this seems to be a fairly common way for LLCs today. So if you are setting up your LLC on your own through LegalZoom or something similar, be sure to look into that and ask an accountant for advice actually. Form 8852 is for LLC electing S Corp status, okay? So as confusing as that all sounds, the reality is that other than the S Corp part, which definitely confused me, the LLC doesn't do things all that much differently than you would prepare your own personal taxes, which is why it's so similar to a sole proprietorship. Whatever you make counts as income, and whatever you spend for business expenses can be written off. Pretty simple. Tip number three in this segment, keep track of every penny you spend and make and you can't go wrong. I know it's easier said than done, but it is really what you want to strive for when going in business for yourself. All right, let's talk about how much does it cost to file taxes as an LLC versus just doing your personal taxes. For as long as I can remember, I have been spending about $20 to $30 to do my taxes with H&R Block online, which I've always loved. But this year, I was given a ballpark figure of about $300 for my accountant. Ouch. Now, I'm not liking all that that much, but the filing as an S-Corp confuses me, and I really don't know that much about writing off expenses. The way I see it, this is a cost of doing business. As one-man bands and bootstrappers, we want to do it all. But there are a lot of things that really should be left to experts. And for me, that is most definitely legal and accounting. Okay, are you still with me? Let's do a quick little recap before we move on. And trust me, I would much rather be talking about microphones or video or gear, but this stuff really is that important. So Mike Murphy LLC is a single member limited liability company, not a corporation. However, I filled out a form 8852 electing to file as an S Corp that would give me some tax advantages that a corporation gets while still maintaining the simplicity of filing as an LLC, which all passes through my personal stuff, okay? The key to it all, which is really common sense, is to just keep business expenses and income separate from your personal. That's the name of the game. Keep your business separate from personal and you will be okay. Note, if you use a personal debit or credit card and you make a business purchase, that is technically okay. You can still claim that expense, no problem. I asked about this because I wasn't certain. Best practice, open a business bank account, get a business debit and a business credit card and keep it all very cut and dry. But as long as you're diligent with the tracking and the receipts, you can pay with different means and still put it in the business pile. The name of the game, track. Okay, let's move on to the tools. This is the fun stuff for me. Let's talk about the tools that I use for accounting and the system that I use to keep track of my financials. And by the way, this is all very recent. So first big piece of the puzzle, make sure that you open that business bank account. Put every recurring bill that has anything to do with your business on the same credit card. Now for a personal disclaimer, I'm gonna start off by saying that I have never saved a receipt in my life. I usually either tell the cashier I do not want the receipt or I throw it out as I walk out the door. And yes, I have regretted this unconscious habit more than once. This cannot happen if you are running a business. And the only way to do it right is to come up with a system or use tools that make it really easy for you to keep track of everything you spend and everything you make. Unfortunately, the income has been very easy for me to track so far, but I'm working on that. So I just did my taxes last week. And quite honestly, I was really nervous and I was putting it off, but I did it. And I realized it really wasn't that bad. And I think my system is so basic, but all I need. So here's what I do. 
I use FreshBooks primarily to send invoices and track expenses. It does have other features though. It's 25 bucks a month. I love the invoicing mostly because it is really easy for people to pay right in their email. For expenses, you can add them manually in the browser or use your iPhone or iPad app. You can just snap a picture of the receipt, input the expense info and the amount. I was told that as long as I have the photo, I do not need to save the paper copy. So I am all over that. So at PodFest last weekend, every time I bought anything, cup of coffee, a water, whatever, I opened up FreshBooks, I snapped a picture, I added the expense, and then I tossed the receipt. Now, if you're able to keep the receipts, that's probably a better habit, but I'm going with what I can do and what it's realistic for me. So another habit that I'm developing as part of this entire accounting system is every bill that I get from online accounts like Libsyn for podcast hosting or Google Apps for my email or Backblaze that does my backup. I download the attached PDF if it's attached to the email. I open up FreshBooks and create a new expense. I drag the picture right on top of FreshBooks invoice and I'm done. The easier it is for you to input a receipt, the better. Now, I don't want a shoebox full of paper to sift through once a year. I like my simple system. You need to come up with something for you, but make it really easy to do. Input as they come in and let the software organize it all is the way I do it. And just a note on FreshBooks, if you're not familiar with it, it is not a super robust accounting program like QuickBooks or even like Xero, but it does the basics and you can generate expense reports and profit and loss statements that you can give to an accountant. So you always know what your cash flow situation is. It has this kindergarten feel to it in the new design. It's a new version. That's probably why I like it. Very basic, but it does the job. The next tool I use is one that I had a long time ago and I just brought it back. That is Mint. Mint is an iPhone app, also available on an iPad or in the browser. And the whole purpose of it for me is to pull everything into one place. So it's designed to be a budgeting tool. It's made by Intuit, which also makes QuickBooks. And you basically can add unlimited number of financial accounts. You can add savings, checking, money market, investment accounts, Roth, credit cards, everything. It pulls everything in and organizes them like magic. You can put in bills or anything related to your finances that might act as reminders, which is actually pretty nice as you start to multitask like crazy. My favorite thing about Mint is that you can actually change the categories and the rules to what your accountant wants, and you can train Mint to label transactions exactly how you want. For example, I can tell Mint to change the name of Libsyn Syndicated, which might appear on my bank statement, to just Libsyn, and then label it as Internet Expense, which was one of the big categories in my expenditures. Done. I can also add tags, such as podcasting, which adds a whole nother level of organization. Mint is actually a pretty cool tool. It's going to serve as a checks and balances system for me. It's totally free, but the ability to separate all personal and all business at a quick glance in the browser makes it really nice. It's a lot easier to deal with than the PDF statements that you can get from your bank. I'm really liking my experiment with Mint so far. Okay, the last piece of my puzzle is super simple. This is using a Google Doc spreadsheet, also called Google Sheets. So the left column going down is all of the expense categories, internet expense, advertising, office supplies, all the big stuff that the accountant told me to do. Across the top, I have the months, January, February, March, April, all the way across. The whole goal is to put the totals of each category in the month. That's it. So my tax prep looked like this. I printed and literally went through every single bank statement for my personal and my business account. I highlighted anything that looked like a business expense. 
Amazon, B&H, Apple, etc. I then just started listing all of the expenses per month. So all of January, I went through both the business and the personal, and I just started typing out all of the expenses that I deemed as business and total them up. When I finished the total, I put the label on them. I sorted all the labels. I added those up using the Google spreadsheet, equal sum. It's kind of an old fashioned Excel type formula. I let Google spreadsheet do all the math. So that was easy. And the reason it was tough was that I did all 12 months at the same time. I had my business mixed in with the personal stuff because I didn't have a business account until the last part of the year. But once the system's in place, next year is gonna be a piece of cake. It was tedious because I was unorganized but it suddenly clicked and I realized just how simple I needed it to be. If I did this every month like this, I would actually, one, know how much I spent, how much I made, and I would be done when it came for tax time. Brilliant. All right, so the Mike Murphy LLC accounting system in its simplest form. I'm gonna break it all down here really quickly. Tool number one, FreshBooks for 25 bucks a month. It handles all of my income and it's where I put all of my expenses. And I also use it to track time for billing projects, which is a side feature. That is pretty nice. Tool number two is the budgeting app Mint that's available on smartphones and in the browser. This pulls together every transaction from any possible currency money account you have. Every bill, it categorizes them according to the rules that you make. It works with every single type of checking, savings, credit card, mutual funds, Roth IRAs, bills, you name it, and you can track it in Mint. Makes it really easy to look at your finances at a glance. And tool number three, Google Doc Spreadsheet or Google Sheets. I'll never lose track of where it is because this lives right in my Gmail. And this method is not much different than inputting stuff in a ledger. It's old school, but it's super easy. All I need to do is compare my bank statements, my FreshBook accounts, and my Mint summaries, and I type in the totals for each month and I'm good to go. In my head, I was intimidated by doing the financials for my own business, but it's actually pretty simple if you stay on top of it, especially if you do it every month, which leads me to another tip. In my Google Calendar, I have created an event on the fifth of every month for infinity that says reconcile, and I get a reminder. So all I have to do is look at my bank statements, check it against FreshBooks, and look at Mint and put the totals in the Google spreadsheet. Not only is it gonna make taxes a breeze next year, but the key to success in business is knowing your numbers. How much is coming in, how much is going out. As simple as this concept seems, I know that many people, especially creatives, are afraid to face the financials, the reality of it. They get too disorganized or overwhelmed with work that there's no systems in place to know how to read the numbers. And granted, I have very little things to keep track of at the moment but it really shouldn't make a difference so long as I do things the same way and I know exactly where everything is. I think I have a very easy but very functioning process in place and now I understand how it all works. And I think that's a good place to wrap up today. I am feeling better about the business side of things, especially taxes and accounting. How about you? Do you need help? I'm here for you. Preparing my taxes this year, it was a huge weight on my shoulder because I didn't do a great job of organizing and everything was lumped together. But once I did it, it all clicked and I realized just how simple I could be. Everything I do works on all devices and that is a really big deal for me. FreshBooks makes invoicing and adding expenses a snap. Mint, that is a tool that I'm gonna to try to eliminate 
printed bank statements. That's going to be my organizer and checks and balances tool. And then there's Google Docs, available anywhere I can sign on the internet. It's super basic. It works on all devices, and it does everything I need. If you want that spreadsheet, by the way, I am happy to share it. Just let me know. My goal today really was to share things that might be on your mind, but you're afraid to ask others, or you might be ignoring because it seems hard, or quite honestly, you're afraid of it. I get it. Creatives in particular are notorious for not handling finances all that well, but really it's pretty simple. And as you grow, you just need to track more transactions. The concept is not going to change. Believe me, tracking is not fun for me, but you need to track everything coming in and everything going out. That's why they have calorie counters. And what about Fitbits? You ever wonder why they're successful? It's because they track your steps. You know that you're at 9,000 steps. You just need to get to 10,000. You would never do that had you not had it tracked. The better you have a handle on it, the healthier you and your business is going to be. I feel better just talking about it. So pick a day at the end of the month. Put a calendar reminder so you'll do it. And just print out your bank statements from your personal, your business, wherever you keep it. And just go through one by one. It's not as bad as you think. And I appreciate you taking the time out of your day to listen to this podcast. And for that, I thank you. But first, go over to mikemurphy.co forward slash newsletter if you have not already signed up for the mailing list. I thank you for joining me today. I hope you join my one-man band. And together, we can learn, create, and move forward. Cheers. Cheers.